from one cycle of birth to another, we are purifying ourselves. We are like a lump of gold found in the riverbed, beaten and washed, beaten and washed, till we become pure gold. <clears throat> Nobody just arrives <clears throat> in the path of evolution so perfect. Even Christ, even the great masters and rishis and yogis have gone through many cycles of births and deaths in order to be ready to be a part of that divine consciousness. Hence, every one of you, and there are thousands and millions of people in the outside world, are going through many cycles of births and deaths in order to discover their divinity. So the task is an enormous one that you have undertaken in this birth. To begin to change your learnator, master yourself, and prepare yourself to identify yourself with the totality of God consciousness. It's a daunting thought. So daunting it's not easy for the human being to, to master yourself. When a person says to me they want to meditate, I ask myself what do they want ultimately through their meditation to integrate with God, to discover that divinity. So all of you who want to meditate must prepare the ground for a good meditation to interact with the divine. That is why I emphasize again and again for you to contemplate, to purify yourself before you begin your meditation. We pick up a lot of impulses into our life without even our consent. You watch a radio, you listen to a radio, you watch a television, you watch uh, what is happening in the outside world. All of these things come into our being. In other words, you sit close to each other and you are be beginning to share your karma. In other words, your aura overlaps into that other person's aura. And these impulses are shared be between each other. Now, if you come close to each other and have a physical interaction, you are willing to share the karma between those two people, these two people are sharing. Now, when you're in the outside world, the same so, that you go out, you don't realize that you come in contact with a lot of people and all of these people feed you. And that's why sometimes when you come home after an expedition into the uh, city, you feel depleted, you feel drained. You say to yourself, my gosh, I feel really awful. I want to shake this. And what, how can you shake this? The best way is for you to bathe. And water changes this aura. Because there is an impulse which is generated by outside and within you, which can be neutralized by water because it's a good conductor. Hence we say to people, 
if you feel um, under the weather and you want to meditate, go, stand under the shower and allow this water consciously. There is a uh, uh, mantra we chant before doing the Mahabhishekam to uh, the Divine Mother. Amrito Pastaranam Asi Swaha. Amrita Pidaye Namasi Swaha. And we take the water and we purify our eyes. And the same with our pranam, the voice, and then we drink it. And then we um, use the water. It's a very superficial way of doing it. But really, if a person wants to neutralize any of those vibrations, you must bathe. How is it, how is it that you imagine that water is... Um... Can you see how much more it will do when it happens? <laughs> then you imagine yes, it. Sometimes there are situations when you can't. Okay, I understand that. Also, your clothes pick up vibrations. You wear a garment, and this garment is carrying all the vibrations from the outside world. Because um, it registers everything, because the body is a very powerful instrument. And it generates such a power. Can you imagine, just visualize in your mind for a moment, when you get angry, the energy that is generated in the whole body and the brain, the impulses that are generated in the brain, all of these things are forming a color around you. And that is what we see as your credentials. When I look at you, say, what sort of anger? What sort of... All are different colors and shades, your love, your compassion. And we want to improve on this. And the extension of this enables the Divine to come to play with you, as it were, to integrate with God. The more you purify, the more powerful your aura is, the more powerful your aura is, the Divine want to interact with you more and more. This is the mastery of the person. You have to prepare the groundwork before you meditate. Please take that into your consideration. It is, don't sit to meditate before you prepared yourself. Have a robe that is loose and you're going to wear for your meditation. It is solely for that purpose and you will not wear it for any other reason. You must have a place where you meditate and which is your place and nobody else will come and leave their, their vibration which would disturb you when you start your meditation. Because what happens is, without you knowing it, the person may be emotionally disturbed or the person may have lost his temper or her temper and they will come and sit in your place of meditation. This is exclusively for you for you to contemplate and meditate where you know the vibration that you set in motion. But, yes? And if I inv invite uh, <clears throat> a good friend of mine to meditate with me in front of my shrine, 
and the person might be angry or whatever. Mm. So it is not very good. <laughs> well, you must know you, your good friend because the very word you say, good friend, means you know the person well. Mm. And you are willing to share that karma with that person because that person will come and bring with them mm. a vibration that you are prepared and you have taken a lot of precaution to uh, go and sit and meditate and you are ready to have a good interaction with the person but then you suddenly pick up somebody else's vibration and for the whole meditation mm -hmm. you are having an element of distraction going on. This should not happen. So you must protect yourself all the time that you are not going to have somebody else coming and disturbing your meditation and it is important that you maintain that standard for yourself all the time. Once you've done that, then you must chant. You, whatever chant you know that you like, um, that you feel good when you chant, will protect you when you are leaving your physical body and suspending it. This is very important for you. Without that, I would not advise anybody to start meditating because the person is vulnerable when you start meditating. Because you're opening all the chakras and if there is a mischievous uh, uh, spirit like myself hanging around, it would come in there and cause a lot of problems for you. And my advice to you is to keep away people like myself away and insulate you from there. That is why you chant and as we proceed on this few days of contemplation and meditation, I will teach you many chants and we every night at 9 o'clock we will do a little puja here and um, I think Hans you have some uh, uh, prayers you know the Gayatri or not I have with me but perhaps not enough but I can distribute what I have today yeah but some will have and then these are the Gayatris the Gayatris are for the various aspects of the divine and if you learn them, you can chant them. God's manifestations are many. And you can choose whichever one you want for yourself. You have an affinity. From one cycle of birth to another, you have a certain idea and a certain feeling for an aspect of the divine. Don't let anybody impose an idea on you. You choose. You have every right to choose. But there is a feeling that gurus can give you a, a mantra. Uh, this guru doesn't like, he's very shy of giving mantras purely and simply because mantras never stay like that. People change their minds uh, and uh, it becomes an obsession in the mind of the person who said, Guru gave